Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Friday night. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I'm looking up the monitors. I might as well start off with this. On the right, I see CDC to hold emergency meeting this week because of vaccine and a possible heart problem. Have we not already been reported deaths? Uh, you know, uh, like 700 deaths immediately, like the first week of, of this coronavirus. Uh, I mean, the, uh, the, the shots happening, the blood clots. Um, and then on the left, I see, you know, uh, Governor Game Show host over there, you know, Vax for the win, you know, lottery, you know, we're using taxpayer money to incentivize, to pay people. And this, and, and tonight's win went to a, what, a 15 year old girl? Kids don't get it and they don't give it. And yet we're using taxpayers' dollars to try to entice kids to be injected with an experimental substance. This is sickening. This is absolutely sickening. And oh, by the way, it's not a vaccination because there's no other way. If it was a vaccination, we've got how many people have already reported that have come down with coronavirus who've gotten the shots? I got, uh, you know, when you get immunized with polio... You're not supposed to get polio, right? When you get immunized with smallpox, you're not supposed to get smallpox. That's what a vaccine's supposed to That's do. That's way it's supposed to work. So this is not a vaccination. It's not a vaccine. People are dying from it. You want to get it, go ahead and get it. I'm not here to tell you not to because I believe in, in choice and individual freedom. But the coercion and the force, there's more and more people in more and more states that are pushing back and saying, well, no, you know, enough with the vaccine passports. For one thing, we've got a story to bring to you guys about uh, people coming down uh, with the coronavirus after vaccinations. That's one of the stories you get into tonight. A whole lot of, like every story tonight. Y'all know on Fridays we do Here of the Week and Stink of the Week. It's like every story is a potential, is a nominee for Here of the Week and Stink of the Week. We're going to get to uh, as much as we can in, in tonight's show. Because, you know, also on Fridays we do our education. It's kind of like a weekly roundup of education because it's gotten to where now every day. It's story after story after story on the education system. Imagine if everybody had been paying attention to our education system two years ago, a year ago, five years ago, when Bob Walters and I first started doing education segments. Imagine the progress we might have made. But you know what? There's still a, 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 um, a whole lot of progress that we are starting to make in the Parents pushback. Are pushing back. Parents are pushing back. Even teachers are pushing back. So there's a lot of a lot of pushback happening which is really good. And it's Americans finally deciding to stand up and get active. We can no longer just sit back as conservatives and think that the only activism that we need to um, to do is go in and vote. And half the time we don't even do that. Half the time, and then when they do, half the time it's just voting for president. People don't even pay attention to the local elections, let alone the school board. Um. Follow me on all the socials at Andrea K and Andrea K show. We are streaming live right now on the Facebook page of the answer San Diego. And y'all already heard his voice and y'all know who he is. Of course, I'm talking about the man, DJ Potato Skins. There's tremendous spirit in our DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. Tremendous spirit. 
Thank you, Mr. President. And the two mm-hmm. words of the day, Andrea, that people need to realize what these vaccines are all about. Gene therapy. Gene therapy, possibly uh, transhumanism, which is another thing. It's about oh, it, it, we know ultimately it's about power because nominee for stink of the week is the fact that finally a year later, there's acknowledgement by everybody that hydroxychloroquine and other treatments save lives. Fauci, which means blood on your yeah, hands. which means if you're if you're saying now that it, it, it saves lives, that means people were killed by being denied this treatment a year ago. And not only did they deny this treatment, but they actually published in The Lancet a false study that was never peer reviewed that used phony data. It was lies. It was propaganda pushed out to intentionally prevent the therapeutics. And the treatments of this. And then as they as they let people die, denying therapeutics, Fauci was working with the Chinese government using Resdemavir to work on a vaccine. There is. And and so um, whether whether this is ultimately about uh, people control through the use of 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 a a shot that is uh, called a vaccine and it's a way to get people into the the technocracy movement which is one of what one of the guests has said or or whether or not it is even a more sinister goal down the road as dr yader former pfizer exec has said neither 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 option is benign and it is time for us just like americans are pushing back against what's happening in our education system americans must begin pushing back against this this uh, movement to inject Americans with a substance that they don't want to be injected with. There's there's no benign explanation for why, in addition to denying therapeutics, that you still have never heard once fraud Fauci ever say that the recovery rate is not over ninety nine percent, even for the most vulnerable, which is seniors with comorbidities. You know, Andrew, I've heard a couple of people say this, and it really it makes me sad. They're like, well, you know, I I need to do travel for this reason or the next, or I, you know, my job is requiring me, so I guess I got to get it. You guess now? How about standing up for what you believe in and just still, if you don't believe you should get it, don't get it. Don't get it. Stand up for yourself. Because there is no viable, benign explanation. There is no justification for them killing Americans through denial of treatments in order to get these shots. There's no, and the shots are killing people. People are dying from it. And they're playing a game with you on that. If somebody died in a motorcycle accident who happened to test but had no symptoms, was asymptomatic, an asymptomatic spread was a lie. If, if they, uh, people falling off ladders, Somebody dying um, from multiple comorbidity or, or, or in a motorcycle accident labeled a COVID death. Yet if somebody gets a COVID shot, a healthy person gets a, gets, gets a COVID shot and dies the next day. Well, you know, we don't know that that was connected to the, to the shot. That's Such ridiculous. Hypocrisy. Such hypocrisy is ridiculous. What it is, it's even worse than hypocrisy. What it is, is it's evil and it's sinister. Here's the story. Two passengers on a fully vaccinated cruise ship test positive for COVID. So they got the shots. Which, which are not a vaccine safe that yeah which, they got the shots tested um, negative before getting on the cruise where everybody had been uh, been vaccinated supposedly everybody had been jabbed then they go to get off the ship and they have to be tested again and then they test positive and 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 here's what makes it even worse for these people they're asymptomatic and they're being being held in quarantine. When we know that, a, that even from Fauci and the emails now say a, a, there's no spread if you're asymptomatic. 
We are, we are destroying entire industries. And I'm not going to feel sorry for the cruise industry if they continue with this nonsense, demanding that people be vaccinated or, or get the shots, because I've got to stop using the V word. And then on top of it with these cruise ships, they're mad at, they're threatening that they're not going to go to Florida if DeSantis says, you know, um, you're not going to get, if you, if you demand uh, shots, we're not going to allow you to, to take port. Uh, you know, here. You know how many dollars they're going to lose? Well, you know, I, I hope you die a miserable, you know, death because you know we've got we've got these woke corporations, right, that are feeding this as well. Um, other stories. Let's get into some other stories. The the Comedy Act of uh, Cacala and uh, Biden, <laughs> the global comedy routine. Hey, of, they can't touch Bob Walters. Uh, <laughs> Cacala and the Bidens. Look. Um, Cackle with the phony laugh wasn't really funny. It was humiliating on, on on her behalf. It is clear now with the passive aggressive response by the Biden administration, they're throwing her under the bus that they are clearly uh, they set her up for failure with that trip. But the Bidens over in Europe are are equally humiliating to the United States. Um, the idea that we are better off as a country by having a bumbling groper in chief trying to grope all over Boris Johnson's wife and doing the elbow bump when everybody's gotten the shots and you're supposedly, you know, if you've gotten the shots, what's the point of why you can't even shake hands with somebody and the, all the distancing stuff. And it's just that it, it's I am humiliated. And somebody said today, well, you know, it's, it's so important that we be liked. It's not important that we be liked. In fact, in fact, that's the last thing that we should be worried about. Let's be respected. We're supposed to be respected. We are not respected right now. If we were respected, if you believe that Russia is behind behind all the hacking, another day, another cyber attack. McDonald's was supposedly uh, attacked. And you know what? People might not have liked Trump internationally, but they sure as heck respected him. Right. You know, uh, how, how better off are we now? With Biden going over there saying, oh, I'm here now, uh, you know, as uh, uh, you know, we'll give you guys, you G7 people, we'll give you whatever you want versus Trump, who said to these G7 and NATO people, look, it's time for you to pony up because we've been we've been carrying the load here. And every president in the past from Obama and the Bush, the Bushes, et cetera, all wanted the NATO allies and all wanted these different countries to pony up and start uh, paying their share. Uh, but they never actually got anybody to do it. We had a president that actually moted that who actually had the earned the respect of them and actually got them to work with us. That's what we need. We don't need some bumbling idiot over there elbow bumping and grabbing somebody's wife like a creeper. That's disgusting. We don't need that. That's that doesn't help the United States and falling asleep at all. Well, yeah. <laughs> um <clears throat> Got to get into, uh, we got Bob Walters coming up in a minute, but I got to give you guys a couple little updates. Speaking of the border, because, you know, Kakala, you know, fl- flew, uh, avoided the scene of the crime, which is, she hasn't been down there yet? Uh, no, she avoided the scene of the crime flying over it. It was a complete disaster. We know that. So we've got a nominee for here of the week in uh, Governor Abbott in Texas who said, you know what? The, uh, we, you know, yes, it's the federal government's job to secure the border. They're not going to do it. I'm going to start building the wall. I'm going to start building the wall. Because even Christopher Ray had to admit today that the cartels are seeping over, which, of course, they are. We already know it. Right. We already know that they are. But get this. Not only is is Biden over in G7 in Europe basically saying, you know, America, it, it's no longer America first. America it's, last. It's, it's, it's no longer even America last. We are now in the abuse America 
policy phase. Abuse America. Because listen to what they did. Um, in addition to the going and, and kowtowing uh, to the global Marxist and New World Order people around the world, they closed the office that Trump set up for victims of immigrant crime. And not only did they close that office, but they actually replaced it and they put a hotline in. So now this office was supposed to be where people could go if they had been victimized by illegal aliens into this country. The, uh, you know, people like um, the the legal immigrant uh, father in Texas whose daughter was raped and mutilated and tossed in a cornfield and set a fire. Those type of victims. No, they don't matter anymore. Not only that, but Biden set up this new um, hotline where it, the whole purpose is to report abuses of illegals in detention centers and provide them legal assistance. Stephen Miller said that it's like the DEA setting up a hotline for drug dealers to get lawyers and amnesty for their crimes. This is where we're at in this country. So don't tell. So if if, if you're out there listening and you actually don't didn't understand what's going on here, the Biden administration has intentionally opened the borders. They did exactly what the president of Guatemala said. They sent out an invitation to everybody, including the coyotes, to do human trafficking of children and women and the cartel to come into our country so that they could expand the dependency class. And now they're aiding and abetting these criminals which includes MS-13 gang members, at the expense of American citizens. Geez, I wonder who the people coming in illegally would be voting for. Exactly. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we got to shift gears and get into some more great stories <laughs> involving our schools. But you know what? We actually have some great news involving our education system going on here, and it involves Americans pushing back. So stay tuned. we got more to talk about. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Y'all know what Fridays means Bob Walters, and he joins me now. And where it is that he's actually got like five good news stories for the education segment tonight. Is that true, Bob Walters? It is true for a change. Well, very good. Let's have it. All right. In Iowa, which, of course, is part of middle America, the governor signs two bills. One outlaws critical race theory being taught in any school, and the other requires the Pledge of Allegiance to be done by all students in all schools every day. Okay, that's good. Good. Middle America for you. That's good. A restoration of uh, good old Americana. Yeah, it is actually. An Alabama court rules that an unborn baby is a person. So that's good news of a little different type, but still good news in our side of the fence. Well, it is because it's a hashtag science. It is. It's a human being. And, you know, it's in and, and, and it's confounding that, for example, here in the state of California, Scott Peterson was convicted of two murders. Uh, his wife and his unborn child, because you know what? It was a child, right? So, you know, we it, it, it's it's astounding that that's not recognized everywhere. But hat tip to Alabama for um, for stating what's obvious. I agree. Then in New Jersey, you got a teacher named Dana Plow, who resigned from Dwight Englewood School for segregating light skinned teachers and threatening to fire them and replace them with minority teachers. She says, quote, the school is failing our students. Over the past few years, 
The school has em embraced an ideology that is damaging to our students' intellectual and emotional growth and destroying any chance at creating a true community among our diverse population. End of quote. Wow. Great well, statement. Well said. Yeah, it is actually. Th that's exactly what's going on. It is. Then in uh, Virginia, you got a judge that orders a Virginia school to reinstate the teacher who refuses to use transgender pronouns that we discussed last week. We got suspended. I, I indicated that in my report last week. Now he's been reinstated. But the court not only did that, but a local school petition for parents, they got 49,520 signatures and presented to the board while the court was also doing its ruling. So it's a good job for everybody involved. Well, this is absolutely, we need to take a pause and really it, it, it on this and really make sure people hear what happened here. We had 40 something thousand people that got involved and helped put pressure on as well as the courts doing the right thing, because this is insanity. What is going on in our schools, literal insanity. These are supposed to be education centers, right? Education yeah. is supposed to teach that there is male and there is female. There is man and there is woman. And this, all this trans transgender stuff is, I don't care what you do as an adult, but it can't be, it can't be overstated to say that how corrupted our school system has become to the fact that it is traumatizing and terrorizing and abusing young minds to push their Marxist agenda. And it's, in, and, and we've got to, to be encouraged and make sure that we, that we really think about these successes so that we get encouraged and, and hopeful and then get more active to get more successes and more wins. I agree. And then we've got a local district, Tustin School Board, here in Orange County. Mm -hmm. Sent out a series of emails that ignited a critical race theory concern among parents. So 20 parents got together and pushed at a meeting and in action thereafter that they uh, met with their school board. They voiced their opinion. And even though the class was entitled White Savior Assignment and Healthy Kid Survey, which is uh, broad. White Savior? Is that what you... Oh my yeah. God. Oh, my gosh. Anything to hide what it really is about. So. Well, I, well, I mean, look at those words, White Savior. I mean, what, what does that even mean? I don't know. I really don't know. That, that's so... It's, uh, wow. I can't even wrap my head around it. Go on. Anyway, a spokesman for the districts caved in and said, all right, we will not implement CRT, but that an elective ethnic studies class would be offered for students who want to take it. So that's, I treat that as a win. Well, yes, it is a win. If you want to opt in and you want to take an elective course to where you sit there and yammer and, you know, I don't like it because I don't, I don't think our school should ever have any course that teaches divisiveness and racism, but at least if it's, it's an opt in, good. Yeah, I agree. Well, I got a real crazy with college crazies today. All right. Lay it on us, brother. <laughs> a psychiatrist spoke earlier this year at Yale School of Medicine's <laughs> Child Study Center on the issue of the white mind in America. This is to a, a classroom of about 80 school teachers who teach young students in that Yale University Medical Center. Anyway, Dr. Aruna Kalehana said she had, quote, fantasies of unloading a revolver into the head of any white person that got in my way, burying their body and wiping my bloody hands as I walked away, relatively guiltless with a bounce in my step. Wow. <laughs> I did 
world a favor, quote unquote. There are no good apples out there and all white people make my blood boil. She's a graduate of the University of Chicago and an employee of Yale University. There you go. You know what? I mentioned this briefly the other day on my show. At, you know, just I kind of basically just did the headline. I didn't know the full extent of the quote of what she said. Yeah. This is a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> a doctor, right? This is a, and and not a PhD. We're talking about an MD, a psychiatrist that, in addition to working for Yale, actually treats patients. Yeah. Her and, and does she still have her medical license, Bob Walters. Uh, I mean, she should. She'd be. She'd be locked up for threatening. Yes. And uh, this is not somebody that should be. Tra- this is somebody who's mentally ill. She's not in any position to be treating any patients of any kind, any place, anywhere. You know. Right. And if we still had a society that committed crazy people, she'd be in lockdown right about now. And to think that this is. You know. I, I've got a story later that I. It's kind of related to um, your education segment, kind of not, but I'll go ahead and mention it. There's one um, business owner who said that he no longer is interested in hiring anybody coming out of in, any of the Ivy Leagues because they're either too woke or too self-important. And at this point, when, when they're being taught by some doctor who's who's fantasizing about murdering white people, there's no way I'd hire anybody coming out of Yale. I know. It's pathetic, isn't it's, it? It's pathetic and it's frightening. Yeah, it is. It really is. Well, you know what? Let's. I think this might be a good time to take a break. We're going to take a skinny, tiny little break, and then we come back. We've got more with Bob Walters. And over the break, I guess you can think about this Yale teacher and marinate on her talking about, you know, wiping her bloody hands and bouncing away after killing white people. That's what's going on in Yale. Don't send your kid to Yale. But stay tuned. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Great news, skins. Guess what? Biden's going to give a billion dollars to refund the bullet train. You thought the bullet train wasn't going anywhere. You thought it wasn't going to take off, baby. Oh, thank God we can go to nowhere. (laughs) The bullet train is back. Oh, my God. We're $20 trillion in debt. Oh, let's just, you know, $20 trillion here, $20 trillion there. Right. We have 5% inflation. Uh, you know, we've got lumber, you know, prices, you know, like a 1,000% higher. You know, it, it's just it, we're, as Elhoff talked about, the spending, printing money, the it, the inflation going on right now. And, and, and oh, but let, let's spend a billion well, dollars on a, on a train that literally goes nowhere. Gas prices are about $90 a gallon. The only way to get to Northern California is going to be the bullet train. Yeah, <laughs> it's insane. Um, let's get back to some other more insanity in the education department with our good friend Bob Walters. Hey, Bob, uh, are you ready to get on that bullet train to nowhere? God, what a waste of money and time. Isn't it? It really is. It's just it's insanity going on in our country right now. But at least uh, before the break, we were um, we had some good. We actually started your your week uh, with some good news. Um, but what else you got for us? Well, regrettably, the Catholic schools you always thought that they, unlike public schools, would be you know loyal to Christian views and perspective. And uh, there's getting to be quite a change taking place. Uh, Catholic schools now, 
there's beginning to be a poison in place of the gospel. Mm. I'll explain a couple of examples. Okay. Parents at Loyola Academy in Chicago began to notice that the political ideology <clears throat> was pressing into all corners of their kids' education. Kids were racially segregated for school assignments on privilege. A working-class student was bewildered to learn that because of his skin color, he was an oppressor to his uh, classmates, some of whom lived in million-dollar mansions. <laughs> the tactic is to make people doubt their ability to interpret reality without a woke expert pretending to guide them through the life's interpretation. Huh. Church has a historical teaching of universal dignity and condemning all racism as evil, but that's not what's being practiced here. A recent video seen, seen by parents shocked them since it portrayed parents as antagonists to their kids. And uh -huh. the teacher should be given all the authority needed to control the teaching prospects of their kids in the Catholic schools. Yeah, if you think that just automatically because it's a Catholic school that that they're your you know your kids safe from all this critical race theory and the LGBTQ you know um, transgender push and all that that you're you're mistaken. You've got to make sure that um, you're investigating what's going on with the curriculums at each uh, institution. Yeah, whatever school you're going to yep. with kids, the church defines a human person in relationship to the love of God while woke defines each person in relationship to the evil of society. Quite a conflict. Yes, very much a conflict. And this is all, the cultural Marxist movement and every bit of this is about replacing God with state. And, yeah. with, and we used to think um, incorrectly that if you put your kids in a Christian or a Catholic school that they were going to be safe from that. But, that, but the cultural Marxism has infested and infected every aspect of our lives. Yeah, I'm afraid so. We yeah. all have to be on guard. A federal student loan system isn't worth what it is for students or taxpayers, according to a report from the National Association of Scholars, which is mainly professors. Nearly 44 million Americans owe $1.5 trillion in college debt. They urge an end to the program and let colleges learn to cut out the fat and get back to affording college for those who really want to go, as it was true 32 years ago. Yeah, I mean, when you've got the Elizabeth Warrens making $400,000 to teach one class, yeah. you know, uh, you, if, if uh, years ago, um, gosh, I can't remember his name now. He had a mustache and he used to do on NBC. He used to, he was kind of like a, a fiscal watchdog of government. And I can't, or an ABC News, I can't remember, Solace, I think his name was. I'm going to have to Google it. Uh, he did, um, he did a study about what was going on at the state institutions and the plush, um, accommodations for the professors and how much money they were being paid. I mean, the, the reason why your tuition, the tuition has skyrocketed is because of the gross spending that's going on. Cashing on the federal money that's guaranteed. So they get. They get their billions each year from the federal government guaranteed loans. <laughs> well, 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 not just the guaranteed loans, but but the the institutions themselves and what they're spending on on all of their um, buildings and the accommodations for the faculty and the gross, disgusting salaries that they're being paid just to even teach one course. You know, if you think about if you think about government in general, they're inefficient and and gross and um, they're, they're bloated and they spend too much money and and it always ends up the cost gets passed along to the consumer right and that's what's happening in our schools and yeah, and the solution is not to wipe away school debt right i mean you know it's the solution is for these schools and these institutions uh to trim back back and and trim the fat that's I the solution completely uh well you got talking about 
parents fighting back. A mom bought an anti-white training in her daughter's kindergarten class. They reduce everything down to skin color, she says. This is Nicole Solis in Rhode Island, angry because the school district refused to respond to her request for details of the training curriculum on critical race theory in her first grade class for her daughter. The school board even accused her of being a racist at a public meeting where she made the request. Wow. <laughs> anyway, she has since learned, and I say this for the listeners, that she and any concerned parent should submit a public records request, which they must then legally respond to under threat of law in any state, anywhere. So now they're saying that you got to hire an attorney and take it into some t- type of uh, legal situation in order to find out what your kid's being taught? Well, you start by doing the public records request. Uh, to the to the uh, school district, there's a form for it. In the oh, there's West. a form for it. Well, still, I mean, you ought to be, you know, that, yeah. how what you got to sue them. I you, agree. Uh, you know, and, and the, you ought to be able to walk into any classroom at any time of the day as a parent and be able to inspect what's being taught to your kid. I know it's that's what the parents are fighting to try to get that information. A lot of them are having the same circumstance. And something else is kind of shocking. Uh, you know, I, I think highly of Texas and their governor and what they're all doing, uh-huh. border wall and everything. But here's something that didn't look too good today. Okay. Shocking reaction. Texas, as it has learned that the state governor and other key officials got thousands of dollars of donations from the LGBT movement this year. They then decided to derail a bill that would offer protection to children against the transgender movement and its effort to stop gruesome procedures on children without parental consent. They killed the laws. Wow. Today. They killed the laws because they accepted money from the lobby, the OBGTQ they, lobby. Of the, three, the three leaders of the state government, including the governor. Inclu- I, I had wow. higher points for the governor than that. Well, disappointing. Wow. Well, it is. It's incredibly disappointing. And, and, you know, there's a lot of people that think, you know, oh, Texas is so red. Well, it's really not. It's really not. Yeah, just... Yeah. Um, around you. If you're willing to take money and you're going to allow children to be butchered for some money as an elected official, you are disgusting. That's absolutely just revolting to me. It is. Yeah. The teachers union in California is gearing up, by the way, to urge the assembly to pass bills that would curtail the growth and existence of charter schools. AB 1316, if anybody wants to write their assemblyman, would close loopholes and fix flawed funding procedures now in place. They would cut charter funding and then add new fees that they must pay to exist. So it's an effort to get rid of the charter schools. Wow. Uh, All right. Final have today, which just came out today, by the way. You know, here's the effort around a lot of states putting laws stopping critical race theory. Guess what state did the opposite? Washington State, surprise, surprise, just mandated that critical race theory has to be taught in every school in the state of Washington and that no exclusion would exist for any parent who wants to opt out their kids. Wow. Of course, that's the same state that's offering joints for jabs. Yeah. Hey, potheads, gotten jabbed yet? Come on in. <laughs> it's, no, it's, it's ridiculous. So are they, you know, I mean, what's next? You know, sit and, sit and smoke a joint while you're getting, you know, indoctrinated under critical race theory. I mean, what's next for these people? I mean, it might as well. I mean, if you're if you're willing to push critical race theory and willing to push transgenderism on kids and puberty blockers, it's not far fetched to think that these same people would be handing out joints in class during the day. I know. At least the teachers among themselves will be. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, anyway, insane. what parents can do? Yes. Think about 
getting involved with your kids and with the battle that's doing justice for them if we can succeed. One is the California School Choice Initiative Drive, which comes out in September. Okay. Contact this organization now to put your name on the list to have a petition sent to you in September. And that is just look it up as CaliforniaSchoolChoice.org. California all spelled out, right? Yep. CaliforniaSchoolChoice.org. And request that you get a petition when they come out in September. Okay. Then you got WeTheKids.com, which is a great organization that helps kids after school with parent help in the neighborhood to teach them about loving America and about the correct view of history and some of the uh, other key features that are not being taught in school. And they give you the books and the, and the materials to do that in a local basis, which is parents helping the kids after school learn the truth about the world. I don't know. It's tough. Well, you know, kids, go ahead. Kids, you know, you got to pay attention to what they're seeing and being taught. Yes. Yes. And, and I love that we're ending with uh, things that people can do to get active. CaliforniaSchoolChoice.org and WeTheKids.com. Yep. All right, Bob Walters. Thank you so much for being here. Appreciate Thanks. you. Thank Thanks you. What you're doing. You do a great job. Thank you, hon. You do too. Thanks. All right. Y'all stay tuned. We got to wrap it up. We got Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. And did you guys know the San Diego County Fair is opening up this weekend? Did you know that, Skins? No, nobody's really been talking about it. We got more to talk about here on the Andrew K. Show. So come on back. Sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K spelled K A Y E. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I, I, I don't know whether to laugh or cry that Watergate is trending on Twitter tonight because reportedly the Department of Justice under the Trump administration actually subpoenaed the records of Eric Swalwell um, of Fang Fang fame who had actually had a sexual relationship literally with a Chinese spy and Adam Schiff who literally spent four years on CNN lying that he had seen evidence that Trump was a puppet for Putin and colluded with the Russians to steal an election. Those two, their uh, uh, their records were subpoenaed evidently during uh, the Trump administration, the Department of Justice. And now the left is hysterical that their records had been seized. They were leading. We've got one Democrat who had had a relationship with a spy and another who lied repeatedly, which is a crime it, it, when he lied not on CNN, that's not a crime to lie on CNN, although we did. But in his role in the U.S. government as a congressperson, he was involved in, I don't even have time to remind you of all the shenanigans Adam Schiff was involved in, which included lying, right? Including, uh, you know, going back into uh, the, not just um, the Mueller investigation and things involved in, in with that, but the Ukrainian whistleblower. Remember, remember the impeachment over the the phony impeachment over the Ukrainian whistleblower, that you're dang right they should they needed to be under investigation because when you have FISA courts that were lied to, when you had a coup attempt that was going on, when you had spying happening within the Trump administration, if you were the Trump's DOJ, you better be subpoenaing the records of these people. 
You've got to be you've got to be looking at who's launched, who has launched and is continuing to participate in illegal investigations against a free and fairly elected sitting president of the United States. So Bill Barr issued a statement today and said that Trump had, you know, that he was not even aware as attorney general of these subpoenas. Evidently, they were done by, believe it or not, Rod Rosenstein. Which is interesting because, of course, now suddenly the left who held, who heralded him as a hero for working with for before. Uh, and let me remind you, flashback rewind of Rod Rosenstein. He was the guy that stepped in as acting attorney general after Jeff, Se- Jeff Sessions stupidly recused himself. And it was Rod Rosenstein who brought in Jim Comey's best friend, Bob Mueller, and put him in as as, as a special investigator, special prosecutor to investigate a Russian collusion that they knew from day one never occurred. And the left couldn't love up Rod Rosenstein anymore until today, until they found out today that he had subpoenaed records, which was which was, of course, Rod Rosenstein playing both sides of the fence in order to protect himself. So I just find it quite yummy and juicy to find out that Schiff and now uh, as well as Swalwell are all up in arms. How dare anybody be looking at them? I'm still I'm still scratching my head how how a dude who had an affair with a Chinese spy named Fang Fang <laughs> is still in Congress. What are you complaining about, man? You had your affair with a Chinese spy named Fang Fang. I can't say that enough. <laughs> you still got your gig? Because nobody ever nobody ever pays any price for anything. The only reason why this, uh, and if you're, they're a Democrat, right? The only reason why this is coming out now is because this is a part of continued persecution of Trump. That's what this is about. This is about now trying, because now we've got the IG Horowitz, who's, you know, I, I, by the way, should we, should we, in addition to having Kamala Harris cackle on a milk carton as the borders are missing in action? You With know, or without her face. Uh, maybe it should be yeah. a cookie. <laughs> I think we need John Durham to be on a milk carton somewhere. Remember, he's supposed to be investigating those investigating, right? He was supposed to be investigating all the bad actors involved in the illegal investigations in the coup attempt. Now, Michael Horowitz, the inspector general who wasted years, remember Sidney Powell went through all 400 pages of the inspector general's report in which he laid out all the crimes that were committed by everybody involved in these uh, illegal investigations and then didn't recommend anybody be held accountable for anything. Right now, he's decided to open up an investigation into this because how dare anybody subpoena, which is legal. It's legal to issue a subpoena to seek records of somebody that's involved in, in an investigation, right? <sighs> it's just tiring. And and it, what a coincidence. And you know what? This is uh, right now. There's an event going on in San Diego. We had Amanda Milius on the show uh, Tuesday night uh, for the movie that she did called The Plot Against the President. And we talked with her about this. And the reason why this is still relevant is because it's continuing the weaponized FBI and DOJ against anybody within the Trump sphere, as well as anybody who is a Trump supporter, continues. This is all about perpetuating the persecution of the Trump orbit. And that now includes the net is now broad to include 75 million Trump voters here of the week and stink of the week. Who you got, my man skins? You got a hero? No, I don't. Quite frankly, uh, nobody has really impressed me enough this week for me to throw their name in the ring. My hero. Uh, you know what? I'm, I take that back. Uh, mm-hmm. I've heard a lot uh, on Charlie Kirk's show. He's been talking a lot about what you do, standing up, getting involved. And he actually is a man of action, too. And I hear a lot on his program when he actually goes to events and speaks up at these 
school board meetings, etc. So he doesn't just have a talk show on here. He's actually out there doing the work as well. I have a lot of respect for Charlie. Absolutely. I mean, he started his whole career as an activist. That's what Turning Point USA was. It was an activist organization because he recognized, uh, you know, um, that uh, the indoctrination that was going on in our schools and set about as a young man, I think he might have even still been in college at that point and wanting to get inside the colleges and universities. At that point, it was really more about, it was nonpartisan. It was, his thing was hashtag big government government sucks. And it was a way of beginning to try to educate kids on socialism. And so he's he is and remains an activist. I got to give it to the to the local moms that have been going around to school board meetings and speaking up against critical race theory, in particular, the one that went viral uh, because they tried to shut her up. And uh, her last name was Ibrahim. And they tried to shut her up. And he's like, no, she was like, no, you ain't shutting me up. You know, you work for me. I don't work for you. Who do you think you are she to try to great. shut me up? She was absolutely amazing. Um, my stink of the week has to be Fauci. And um, because of all the revelations of the fact that, you know, this this is the biggest story. Is Shouldn't this be the biggest story in the history of America? This this 40 year deep state bureaucratic, quote, scientist literally killed. I, it, I'm not being hyperbolic. When you deny treatments that save lives, you're killing people. Hashtag Fauci lied, people died. This should be, why isn't everybody screaming this at the top of their lungs? Oh, I know why not, because, you know, other departments in the government were a part of gain of function research. And, you know, that's why people aren't screaming loud about it. My um, my follow-up stink of the week, my my second place has got to be Cacala going down there. The This was the most disastrous in my lifetime. I can't think of a more disastrous foreign policy trip. And it's continuing. And it's so bad with with people in the media now pressing her everywhere. And she still hasn't she still has not either. She's not coachable at all or she's being completely set up for destruction. And ever and I was I think I was the first person to ask, was she being set up because this was such a disaster it's a valid question. My stink of the week is definitely Fauci. Lots of blood on his hands. And there's still new information on his emails and stuff coming out. Shame on him. All righty. Well, thank you, guys. Don't forget, Monday, we're going to be broadcasting live from the second gubernatorial forum, including Caitlyn Jenner. So tune in 6 p.m. Pacific time for that. In the meantime, peace out. Love you all. Have a great weekend. Come on.